You know her as the local voice of National Public Radio's Morning Edition, a post she's occupied since 2001. And you may well know her from her hosting the Midday Show on Capital Public Radio's The Classic Station or from the broadcasts of California Lectures. Perhaps you've participated in the Cap Radio Reads where our guest today hosts monthly book discussions. If you live in the region of our state capital, you are likely aware of Donna Abadoni's work. You might not be aware, however, that she is also an interfaith minister, a life coach, and an author. These three avocations were combined for Donna Abadoni's new book, which is titled Transformation. Donna notes that when it comes to transforming our lives, our inspiration becomes our mission, and our mission can give us the capacity to change the world. It's a subject we'd like to discuss as we enter this new year filled with resolutions we all hope to see fulfilled. So it's my great pleasure to say, Don Avedoni, welcome to Radio Parallax and 2015. Thank you, Doug. Happy New Year to you, too. <laughs> well, Donna, you start out the book noting that as a teenager, you recall starting your... Uh, your school day filled with the angst many of us felt at that age, but when you left the house, your dad would counter your dread by saying to you, you can do anything you set your mind to do. And despite your skepticism back at the time, I gather you've come to realize these words were a great gift. Yeah, I was a little slow in figuring that out. I think everybody thinks their parents are, are stupid when they're 15. I certainly did. So it took me a long, long time to figure out that he was right. But there was a lot of wisdom in that sentence, and I think... Really, we can all do whatever we set our minds to do. Well, working to affect personal transformation in people uh, would seem to be a, something far afield from presenting the public with the news of the day. Uh, does the contrast in, in what you do and this book surprise people? It does surprise people, although I have to say I think, I think they're very clearly related. To me, it looks like they're one and the same because... Every morning on Morning Edition, on NPR, we're looking at what's happening to different people around the world. And in life, you know, it turns out that all of these people are related. I mean, genetically, energetically, we're all related to everybody anyway. So finding those links between people and helping everybody to make sure they're happy and doing what they're meant to do benefits everybody. Well, we are often told that change comes from within, but uh, your book points out that uh, transformation is as much about others as about you. And so I have to ask, is it pretty, pretty much guaranteed it's something you're going to need, we're all going to need some help with? I think so. I think that you need help, if nothing else, even if you are just the most tuned in person and you really know who you are, it's still very useful to have somebody else look at you and give you a reflection of yourself so that you can see yourself through somebody else's eyes. So there is, it does take a village. I mean, it really does take a team to work together to improve. Well, in transformation, you, you note that um, one small actions can have monumental impacts. And I, I, I got to tell you, Don, I thought of this anecdote uh, from, I think, The Right Stuff about how Mercury astronaut Gus Grissom was out touring NASA's manufacturing plants, and of course he had to sit inside those spacecraft these guys were building for him, and asked to say something to the plant workers. He got stuck for a moment. He wasn't the guy used to giving speeches, but he just said, 
said to them, do good work. And I, and I guess the crowd went wild at that point. Uh, <laughs> the simple words were so appropriate, so powerful, and I think that's kind of what seems like the, what your book is about, talking about how something can be very simple yet powerful. Yeah, it really can be. And, and the connection that we were talking about, the way that everybody is connected to each other, when you start making changes in your own life, when you start transforming in your own life, you can do it in a really selfish, egotistical way. I'm going to have that job or that relationship or whatever. Or you can say, you know, these are my talents. This is what I do really well. How can I give that to someone else? What can I do to uh, make my talent useful in somebody else's life? You end up doing a great thing in the world for other people, and you end up fulfilling yourself, too, because you're doing really what you were meant to do. So that's how it works in both directions, and that's why it becomes the mission transformation, not just transformation, but what are you doing? Uh, you know, what is your intention in life, and how are you making that work for everyone's benefit? Well, transformation lays out five steps to follow in, in a person's path to, to transform. Uh, yeah. Each has its lessons and exercises. I'd like to review, um, start, review them, starting with the first one, uh, which, which is that basically you must know where you are in order to know where to move forward. So for starters, Funny you Funny how that works, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't get anywhere unless you know where you are. If you try to picture going for a drive, you know, how will you know where you're going unless you know where you are? And the same thing is true with your life. So it's just starting looking at the situation. People, especially around New Year's, want to have that resolution and want to do something different in the new year and a lot of people who have come into the workshops say they feel stuck and there's really no such thing as stuck it's just what we tell ourselves but if you really look at where you are right now you will almost immediately start to realize some of the possibilities for your life well, I was intrigued to note, as part of this self-evaluating process, you ask people to sort of evaluate who their heroes are. And I'm sort of curious, what do you think we learned from that, that assessment? Well, we tend to pick heroes that are uh, sort of illuminate the things, the qualities that we have. You know, we, we pick heroes who are almost a, an exaggeration of who we really are. And we see that commonality, even if it's subconscious, we see that commonality and we say, oh, I want to be more like him. I mean, nobody ever says, I want to be like Jack the Ripper. No, that doesn't happen. <laughs> you you want to be like an astronaut because they're courageous and they have great scientific minds. You know, you, you pick people who are pretty much on the same path, but they've done more with it, and you aspire to that. And that's, that's sort of the definition of who we pick as our heroes. I guess that sort of partially answers my next question, was that you, you stress in this that a key thing here is to identify what one's passion is. What one's passion is, absolutely. You can't get through life or have any iota of happiness unless you are living within your passion. Yeah, you have to know what that is. And it starts to come out. As soon as you say, well, here, here's where I am now, even if you don't know exactly where you're going, you can usually pretty quickly identify your passion and start focusing on that. Well, 
step two is wrapped up in freedom, I think was the key word to it. And its question was, uh, what are you willing to let go of? And you know that you have to give up some things that aren't helping you, but you, you point out not necessarily as a sacrifice so much as a joyous release. Yeah, I, there are a lot of things. There are people we know. There are things in the garage. There are all kinds of elements in our life, lives that have kind of sat there for a while and we've never gotten rid of them, but we know they're not the healthiest thing. So this is a, just like you'd clean out a closet this gives you a chance to be free of the things that aren't working in your life. Well, we should know that some of the things sitting there for a while would probably also involve some people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, uh, there was a person in the workshop years ago who said, well, I'm willing to release people in my life, but, you know, there's one thing I don't know what to do. I mean, what if you're married to her? <laughs> Well, <laughs> that's something to look at. If if you are looking at your spouse, you know, I can't tell you to get a divorce, but if you're looking at your spouse saying, this person is not good for me, you know better than anybody else. And, you know, it might be somebody within your family, within your household, who you can't move forward in your life with that relationship. And that's one of the things we all have to look at realistically. Well, on this same topic, something as perhaps universal advice that I think is good. You note that as part of this step two, uh, uh, you should go out and find some place in your home or office you can clean it and or clear it, and you should clean it and clear it, and then next week repeat the process. Yeah. Well, in my case, sometimes I have to repeat the process because it means it's you know something has gathered there again. But that it, it, it's it exemplifies how this is ongoing. You know, you might move to another place in your home and clean it up or clear it out, or you might go back to the same place again. But every time you do that, you're observing just that. Oh, am I going back and doing the same thing over and over again? Or have I kind of advanced to a new place in life? And those are important observations. Well, when I got to your third step, it seemed quite a bit less intuitive to me than, than the previous two, which was discovering what one is willing to Accept, and I'd like you to explain that one a bit. Yeah, accept doesn't mean uh, in, a, in a negative way. Um, sometimes the word accept is like, well, I guess I just have to accept that it's this or that. It's a, it is, again, a joyous acceptance. It's more like embracing something. And this is where we have an opportunity to look at what our passion is, what our talents are, what is it we're good at, and really then you start looking around you and saying who is with me on this journey who's with me on this and that's where the buddies come in and i suggest putting together a buddy list not only your close friends but any kind of resource that you find useful in your life just write down everything everybody every opportunity you have to surround yourself with something or somebody who helps you on that path, who is part of your community moving forward. And identifying them helps you make contact with them. You might find people or, or even objects in your house that are useful to you that you hadn't really considered as being useful. You might have taken them for granted, but now you look at that person or that item in a new way. And on this exact topic, I just have a note. Uh, I was tickled on page 58 where you, you noted that uh, that you want me, the reader, to succeed and that, uh, that we can count on you. And you, So I, I will. 
Donna, add you to my list of people who want me to succeed, and, and feel free to do likewise with me. That's a great idea. I think this, this talk today gives us an opportunity to have each other in a buddy list. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. And I should note at this point, we are speaking with author Donna Abadoni about her book, Transformation. The person transforming his or herself after figuring out where it is they are, and then what to forego and what to accept, they move up to your fourth step, which you relate to a kind of surrender. And you say that at this point, one doesn't need to think or do anything in particular. It's kind of a stage of percolation. It is, yeah. Uh, some people call it the rinse cycle, <laughs> you know, where you're just... you're. You're not trying to do anything at, at this stage of the game. You're not trying to start a new business or, um, or be successful in some other way or start a nonprofit organization. You've assessed what you have to, where you are and what you have to work with and what you don't want to do anymore. This is sort of a meditation. You know, the, the Buddhists do a walking meditation where in, just in the course of being quiet and, and moving one foot in front of the other, there's a lot that does percolate. There's a lot that can come up, and all of a sudden you feel like you have some answers. You're not thinking exactly. You're just letting those answers come up, and they do. And so that's what this step is all about. And it's not... You know, none of it is quite as easy as the quick review that we're giving it. It takes a little, little bit of time, and there are some examples here for how you can go about that. Uh, but I think most people really do know what they can do and really do know how to find their mission and live it. But all the stuff of life comes up, and we kind of forget what is our essence. And this opportunity here in this step of, of percolating lets you get in touch with that. Well, I liked one piece of advice involved with this rumination step. Uh, I think it's an important one. If there's a curious thought pops into your head, write it down. Yeah. <laughs> of course, the hazard of that is, I got to say, Donna, I, I try and follow that advice, but I'm often looking at some phrase I wrote and going, what the hell did I mean by that? But, uh... <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, there is there's always that chance. You know, you can always overanalyze something. You can always find ways to get lost in it. You can make too many notes or you can uh, not understand what your notes were. But I think if, if that thought that you had is really the thought that is going to take you forward, you'll remember. You might need the note to remind you, but when you write it down, you'll see it and you'll know. And if you have that reaction of, of what, what was that, then maybe that isn't it. Yeah, well, let's talk about your final step. It's got a rather provocative title, Take Authentic Action. And I get the chapter has a subheading saying you can only plan it for so long and it's time to do it. So I guess this is sort of the... Uh, well, now get off your butt, is how I'd paraphrase it. It really is, yeah. I've, I've called it, uh, you know, except for the, the copyright infringement laws that it might be involved, I've called it the Nike step. Just do it. <laughs> you know, it again, you can overanalyze everything. You can come up with an outline for a book and, and just let it sit there for a long time. Or you can write the book and publish it. You know, anything that we think about too long doesn't happen. So at some point, yeah, you do have to get off your butt and just do it. 
Well, I think a lot of people are going to want to get a hold of, of your book. I'm sure listeners can find it in a lot of places, and it might be a good point to also uh, ask you for any websites you might want to refer people to. Well, the easiest way to find the book is at Amazon.com. It's Transformission. You can look it up by that name, or you can look it up uh, with my name, Donna Epidoni. And there is, uh, by the way, 10% of all sales go to the American Library Association so that everybody has access to books because that's a really important thing in our community and they serve the whole nation. So wherever you are, wherever you buy the book, um, you, you will know that uh, 10% is going to a good cause. And yes, there is a website. It's transformission.com, but it's kind of an interesting spelling. Transformation as a word isn't available, wasn't available to me as a website. So instead, it's X, meaning trans, and then the number four, and then mission. So it's x4mission.com. Okay. Well, I want to, as we close, I want to note the di- you have a diagram in the book that shows step five feeding back to step one, and, and I'm sure that, again, represents the fact this is a continuing cycle of, of processes, and that uh, also we should mention that you, at some point, do conduct workshops in this area. Yeah, absolutely. They're weekend-long workshops. What I'm working on for 2015 is to get an online version of some of the coursework available to people, just in case we choose dates for a weekend when, when you can't make it, you will have access to a lot of it online. Well, Transformation is a book about, uh, about a process, but I think it's fair to say in closing that uh, that process involves getting out there and getting some help, and, and not so much in the sense of getting help like counseling, but maybe more like joining a team, one that's got some coaches that can help you with this or that area. It is that, very much that, and, and the support that you have with you as you go through the process. It's not just a process. It's something that really can change your life and help you look at who you are and what you do in a new way. Well, Don Abdoni, thank you so much for speaking with us. I know people are going to want out and get this book as they approach their New Year's resolutions for 2015. Absolutely. I hope so. And Happy New Year to you, Doug. Yes, and, and Don, I look forward to hearing your, your weather advice uh, as I'm up there skiing, as I, as I often get a kick out of doing. <laughs> you will have that as well. Okay. 